I've seen frowns and they've been through stress I've seen life's let downs and they hit you, yes I've seen faces full of makeup, never make up And hearts that will build love just to break up I've seen that chess game, a checkmate, lost your king Can't strike like when people start to dance and sing So we find escapes, try to leave the place Because it's better behind than right in your face And so we drown ourselves with the songs from the clouds In hopes that their success will make us feel proud Then we talk about the others too loud Cause we all different but the competition is how The brand of my shoe, the color of my skin The texture of my hair, or what I think is in Oh man, here we go again Imagine our lives if we love it from within. Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to the Adulting Unriddled podcast. We are happy that you guys decided to join us again. As you can see, I have my co-host. I have Atle today and we have another co-host today, my awesome friend Uno Zipo, right? Yes, hey. <laughs> she yeah. is a blogger of Women of Yesteryear, which is a blog which talks about uh, women of color, old ones, guys, it's, it's old women of color in the 60s and 70s and their contribution to the arts. So we will link the description to that blog down below. <laughs> Never thought I'd be saying that. It feels so cool. But it feels yes, good, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> I know. So. I know. On today's episode, uh, last week we spoke about the things that influenced us as we were growing up, the things that maybe contributed to the way we are today. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the things that we had to unlearn throughout that journey, throughout our childhood, or maybe the things that we already like had our Mind like that that was the ideal idea that we had to learn like growing up that maybe this is not exactly as i thought it would be so we did a poll on instagram not a poll we did a questionnaire tag thing and yeah so atlas is going to read out some of the answers that he has seen that you guys have uh, yeah what the things you had to learn so yeah so so we asked you guys on instagram what are the major things that you've had to unlearn from your childhood? And a few of you replied, and some of you didn't reply, by the way. <laughs> I saw that you viewed the story, so I see you guys. I see you. Um, one person said, I had to stop suppressing my feelings and resorting to passive aggression. Hmm. And another person said, I learned that not everything will go according to plan. plan. And I had to unlearn that. Someone said I had to unlearn self-hate. Another person said I had to unlearn being vocal about your feelings when you don't feel like speaking. Hmm. And the last person said I needed to unlearn the thinking that overachieving validated me. Whoa. Yeah. Hectic. Mm. Hectic. (laughs) Um, If if you guys want to go check out the, the... the answers yourself you can go onto our instagram page the answers are there and on our archives and you can check them out hmm. so yeah, we're gonna so... put our awesome new co-host our today's co-host on the spot and we're gonna start with her 
what are the major things that you had to unlearn from your childhood? So I was one of the people who responded to the Instagram question and my answer was there. Um, <laughs> I had to learn that not everything goes according to plan, hmm. right? So, um, so you'd like me to elaborate on that, right? Yes. So, um, so I grew up uh, as this bright kid, you know, at school. I think this is... Um, over the years on social media, this is a common theme. It, it happens to a lot more people than you'd actually think. Well, I grew up as a bright kid, um, smart. Hey, hey, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a lawyer, you're going to be this, this, that. And, um, but I've always wanted to just sing and because, mm. you know, but then my brain got in the way, so to speak. And, um, yeah, as soon as the adults picked up on the smartness, then they start to, you know, uh, put, okay, innocently put these ideas in your yeah. head and stuff. So I thought, you know, um, I mean, I was just doing well in your primary school um, uh, place in the top three. And then I get to high school, it became a little more challenging. And then um, when I got to a very crucial year, which was grade 11, I, um, I buckled under the diagnosis of depression. So after that happened, everything, everything I had planned, everything, every, all the, the future I had seen for myself, it literally mm. went out the window, you know, and I had to learn to live with a new me. You know, um, I had to relearn a lot of things, how to focus again. I had to readjust my dreams. I had to, um, yeah, I had to change a lot of things. It was um, very, I kind of had the carpet swept under my feet, pulled from mm. under my feet. Mm. And it's still a process, still learning. Um, I'm not the Nuzipa I was before depression. Mm. Um, but... I'm still learning. It's still a journey every yeah. day, you know, still finding out what my strengths are because you lose a lot of interest in things. You lose ability to do some things that came naturally. Mm. So you have to learn some things again. So, yeah. So I quickly had to accept that not everything goes according to plan and you have to just um, take the cards handed to you and make the best of them. So yeah, yeah that's my story. Yeah. That, that that's something that I could say I also relate to, you know, when you're talking about how, mm-hmm. you know, when you grow up and you're a bright kid, like somehow you literally have everything planned out that, okay, when I'm 20, this is what's going to happen. When I turn 18, this yeah. is what's going to happen. And I like that you say that elders innocently suppress some of these dreams because they also don't know better sometimes they also feel like maybe exactly. they have everything figured out for you but not life always goes as it as we plan because with what you're talking about i know for me like how you say you know you grow up being the bright kid all the time like it's price giving and stuff i think for me what changed was when i got to high school i think it was in grade seven i think there was some sort of switch that I just stopped caring, <laughs> specifically when it came to schoolwork and being like the overachiever person. Yeah. And then like, I genuinely just stopped caring. I'm like, you know what, I'm doing my best and I no longer want to put myself 
under like so much pressure and so when for my plan i had my plan like i wanted to be a doctor at some point and i just generally wanted to work in the health field but then when things didn't go as planned i had to learn also to be easy on myself and understand that as long as i know the end goal how i get there may not be figured out but as long as i know that this is my end goal eventually but for me the main thing that i had to unlearn and it's something till this day as you just said it's a journey it's something till this day I still struggle yeah. I one of the people who answered I mean of course on the questionnaire tag I am the one who talked about self hate it is something that I still deal with till this day cuz like I grew up being like the big kid from my friends always the bigger one taller always and I was always like the bigger one in size so now same chubbiest one yes I was I was the chubby kid and it's like almost everything was pinpointed to that in a way right so for example maybe they'll probably be that aunt they do it innocently like you say i forgive them they'd be that aunt maybe who'd who'd like somehow some way it's like subconsciously every time i want when she came to visit or certain family members every time they came to visit all i wanted to hear from them was oh my goodness you've lost weight so if i knew they were visiting yeah. i'd want to try and wear certain clothes that will make me look smaller or whatever and then even now for me it eventually just ruined me in ways that i could go into but they need therapy so i can't go into it here but it is stuff that till this day i'm having to unlearn to understand that i'm i'm beautiful regardless cuz i remember i was thinking about it that day and i'm like i wish i could go back and hug that little girl when i was in grade 8 cuz i even remember like i never posted like my full body pictures on social media it was just my face and whatsoever and then i remember back in grade 8 i posted my first full body picture on facebook and i remember like i wrote this whole long paragraph trying to be like i'm beautiful whatever whatever now i always think back to that moment and i'm like wow i can't believe that i had to somehow validate myself or explain myself to people that hey guys this is how i look so for me i think that's like the major thing that i had to unlearn from my childhood like i had to learn and learn self hate to get to a point of self love before it and acceptance and yeah. acceptance yes cuz it it really takes a lot when you are used to being told specific stuff like i even remember <laughs> i guess wow i even remember back in i think i was in grade 10 or something i remember some friend of mine he was like you know you're so pretty but imagine how pretty it would be if you were smaller and i'm like and do not said i remember agreeing i'm like yeah you're right and now i always look back and i'm like wow i wish i knew better then then so that i don't have yeah. to go around trying to validate myself and making people accept me and what's even sadder is the fact that for most part of it it was internalized that 
people already didn't didn't really have an issue. I can't say I was bullied for it. I mean, I had remarks here and there, but it was so internalized that I already thought of how people view me when that wasn't always the case, you know. So that that's a major thing for me that I am still unlearning till this day. But but it's a journey. This life thing is you don't just figure it out one time. You know? It is. It yeah. is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and really yeah, you're saying yeah. Um, I was watching um some lady on YouTube um, and she was saying one way to combat that into those internalized negative uh, perceptions of oneself is to have daily affirmations mm. because these things um, become so rooted in your subconscious mind yeah and they begin to surface and you begin to they inform your thoughts and your, your thoughts inform your actions and before you know it you're doing things that sabotage good things in your life and sometimes a lot of times you don't even notice it because sure. it's so entrenched in your subconscious mind so one way that lady was suggesting to um counter that is to have positive daily affirmations you know mm. and to um speak back to those negative things but to um you know to replace them with positive uh things you know like yeah. if you're somebody who's inconsistent for example you tell yourself i'm consistent and today i will finish one two three i will start it and i will finish it and i'll see you through you know mm. so in order to root out those deeply changed things it's gonna take time it's gonna take yeah. work and true. yeah so yeah it, one just needs to follow through yeah true sure yeah yeah that's true that's, that's true i think for me i've learned from my childhood that it's also important to focus on yourself and be a bit selfish hmm. uh, i think one thing that we don't see as kids and, and it's because we don't know better mm. um, I think we feel to be selfish when it comes to a lot of things that are important to us um, we let people who and maybe I'm projecting here so <laughs> hear me out, I might be projecting here uh, um, but, but sometimes we, we allow people who don't necessarily, who shouldn't necessarily have an opinion in their lives have an opinion and it's because it's difficult to filter out, um, you know, information that you get. So, so mm. you know, someone might say something about you passively and it doesn't even matter to them. They don't True. even consciously realize that they said that. Mm. But you internalize it so much that it gets to you and it might affect your life decisions. True. Um, and I think, I think that's the biggest thing that I've heard to learn, that sometimes I need to be selfish. I need to say that, okay, this person has said, such and such um, but I honestly don't care um, mm. it doesn't get to me I've also learned that you know you need to have a circle of influence that you really trust um, you need to allow yourself to have specific people in your life and it doesn't necessarily have to be family you need to have people in your life who you know you feel like these people always have something good to say um, and even when they do give me advice, even when they do say things about my body, even when they do say things um, about whatever my career or, or anything, they have something to say 
because they love me. They're coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. They're saying these things consciously. Um, and yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess that's the biggest thing I've had to learn that I need to be very conscious of the people I allow, I allow to influence me. Mm-hmm. Um, because there have been so many moments where people have said things and I know that they don't really, you know, they, they said them passively. They didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. And I've allowed those things to get to me. I mean, I could, I could give you so many incidents where, you know, I shouldn't have allowed um, someone to get to me and they did. And it has you know, affected my life in such a major way, in mm. a big, big way. Um, mm. I think the biggest, the biggest memory I have is when I was finishing the trick and I was set on taking a gap year. I, I, I really was convinced that, you know, I wanted mm. to take a gap year. I was going to refocus my life. I want to, you know, see where I'm headed. And I had, I, I had gotten accepted into a few varsities. Mm. Um, and yeah, so my my parents and I and my siblings, we had already agreed that, you know, I'm taking a gap year. Um, I'm going to get into some gap year program for the year just to keep me busy. Mm. Um, and so I started, you know, telling family members, extended family members here and there, aunts and uncles. And I remember a specific family member um asked me, why are you taking a gap year? There's absolutely no need to take a gap year. Go to varsity. That is literally what they said to me. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, it's just one person. You know, why does it matter? And I remember I then visited a friend of mine and his dad said the exact same thing to me. And it got to me, hey? Mm. It really got to me. Um, and I remember later in that year when I got back home and I met my, dad's, my, my friend's dad again. Um, and he said, you see, you shouldn't have taken a gap year. You would have been like, you know, wasting your time here at home. Mm. And looking back, I really should not have let those people influence me. Mm. Um, and, mm. and I was a kid, honestly. I really did not know any better. But looking back at it, I mean, my, my, my immediate family were, were 100% behind me. They, mm. they were supporting me. Um, they had supported my decision. We had agreed that it's the best decision to make. But because of what someone else said and they and they were probably projecting on you know their own fears yeah, um, yeah. and and I, I really should not have taken that seriously and i've learned over the years that you know i really shouldn't care what people who are not in my circle say about me um it really shouldn't matter to me because then i make decisions that i'll regret later on in the year. and i did because i had to change my the, the, the course that i'm studying later on in the mm. year um, which is basically a waste um, Ex- which you could have just took the gap year anyway exactly exactly so that and, and did it yeah yeah and, and 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 every time i think of making a decision where i'm like but this person said this and this and that i think back to that incident and there are so many other incidents i can look back on and say you know this person said something. And I remember, actually, there were so many incidents. I mean, I remember in primary school, um, in primary <laughs> school, this, this one is a very weird one. So I used to use um, a taxi to go home after school, mm. like a lot of people do. Um, and there was this guy, he was, I think, a grade ahead of me. And we were just like randomly talking about our lives. And I had told him that I lost my mom when I was four years old. And my dad remarried 
a year and a half later. And I don't even know how we got to that conversation. Mm. And I remember he said such a weird thing. He was like, why did your dad remarry so quickly? He was probably cheating on your mom. Dang. That is what he said. And The nerve for me. (laughs) What? Exactly. Exactly. uh, And I mean, as a kid, it really got to me because I was like, yo, is this true? So now you're thinking. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And I remember in high school, I remember in high school, I heard like somewhere that, you know, his parents divorced um, mm. and they were going through a divorce. And I remember um, looking, exactly, I remember looking back at it, you know, this person mm. might have been projecting, um, you know, because, uh, I mean, I don't want to go into why my dad remarried. I mean, that's mm, his mm. own, you know, he has told us why he did it. Um, he told us that, you know, we needed a mother figure in our lives. I mean, we were kids. Mm. And, you know, it was very important for us to be raised um, with a mother figure in the house. Um, mm. And, I mean, there are other, other reasons, which I don't really need to explain. But, I yeah. mean, it showed me that yeah. this person was projecting. And luckily, did, I did not let that get to me. Mm. I mean, I thought about it for, like, a few minutes. And then I just brushed it off because I'm a kid. Mm. But yeah. looking back at it, this person was projecting. And I'm like, had, that let the, had I let that get to me, then, you know, I would have probably hated my father for... A very big part of my life, you know, was something that was yeah, resented him exactly, yeah. exactly. And with yeah. what you're saying, I think it's super important to understand that, of course, when we're younger, we don't know, we don't understand that people are mm. usually projecting their fears, yeah, most They're of the pro- time, actually. For, for most of the time, people are usually projecting their fears onto you, but. When yeah. we're still young, it's just really unfortunate that we don't understand this. It's only when we're older, we're like, but maybe this person said so because they think it's, it's what's best for me and whatever, whatever. Mm. But yeah. not always do, like, I mean, sorry to the elders, but it's not always where what they think is best for us is necessarily best for us. I mean, yeah. I understand that we are still kids, but then it's not like we haven't seen even things when we were still kids that would be like, I'd generally want to live like that. Or I generally want, you know, Yeah, we have some yeah. level of making sense of things that exactly. adults might think are oh, no, just too complex exactly. for a kid. That's true. Mm. That's true. And I think it's, it's just really important that for adults to understand that even for us, when we're talking to little kids, even not just little kids, even like the people around us. I mean, no one has it figured out. Like if someone has a manual for how to be an adult, please just send it to me. No one has it figured out. But I I, I genuinely believe that like as we go like this with what Nozi just said, like growing up, we do have a sense of this is what I, I genuinely prefer that we shouldn't also try and project our fears to other people just because yeah. looking at yeah. it from my point of view, maybe that's not the best decision for you. But that's mm. not my place to say always, you know. Yeah. I, I feel like maybe now that we understand, maybe when we're talking to each other, I feel like advice is best given if it's asked for. If it's not asked for, please it's not hold asked your for, peace. Don't give it. Don't, exactly. don't give it. Exactly. And if it's yeah. a kid, maybe... Just validate them. Just just let them know if they say they want to do this. It's okay. And one thing I've also 
learned is that w- when it comes to kids, I think it's important in as much as they they at a certain point they finally have like some sense of direction on where to go next. I think it's also very important not to put like too much pressure to such a point that maybe they make a rush decision that this mm. is maybe what mm. I want to do. And eventually you realize maybe they were doing it just to please their parent or just so that they yeah. don't be asked a lot of things and things like that. And the other thing, I think this is going to be my last point. The other thing that I think we should also just do is to like forgive or, you know, accept like for the inner child, what they had to go through because they didn't know any better. I think mm. in our journey of healing, in our journey of learning, in our journey of like growing up, I think it's super important that we allow ourselves to understand that we didn't know any better also when we were younger in certain instances that maybe made up being pressured to taking certain decisions and whatsoever. I think it's just really important that we don't be like too hard on ourselves. I think that's just, yeah my say yeah um i think i have uh three points so the first one um relates to what you were just saying um Cody, um and especially to you i do with everything that you went through with the decisions you had to make and the, making the influences you know that it's so important to forgive ourselves mm-hmm. you know um when you're a child um, your brain isn't even that much developed. It's so impressionable and so easy to be influenced, you know? Yeah. And we really need to learn to let go because we, we tend to hold on to these things until we're mm. like, you know, full grown adults. So we really need to forgive ourselves, you know? And this one second point is these people who are always talking, like a part of me is like, ah, do we really, really make excuses for these people? Like, do we really... Like, oh, no, they didn't know. Um, it was so innocent. Some people, guys, are just... Some people are mean, guys. Yeah, that's like, true. Some people need to be changed. Like, sometimes, you know, I look back and, and I'm like, you know what? If I was, like, in my full senses as a kid, I would have checked that person because, really, mm-hmm. did you really have to, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, we really need to... Um, think before we speak like yeah people don't think guys yeah i I think people underestimate their influence i think that's what it is yeah that people say think that you know people think that they can just say anything and you know it won't affect the next person's life but it it affects it especially a child yeah yeah so impressionable who's still learning and everything that they get they see it as the ultimate truth you know? Yes. Exactly. True. So that, that makes me really upset. Okay. So, so if you're listening and you're an adult, please, please understand that there is an influence. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my, 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 my third point is, um, there's something I read somewhere about how to figure out, um, a child's true desire in terms of, what they would like to do for the rest of their lives. So you know how a child is, or it's said a child is in their purest, quote unquote, purest form when they're a child. I mean, Mm. things you desire, it's so untainted, so 
innocent nothing you know they don't have pressures of life they don't they not think you know that's the most that's that's the most purest mm, the part most of our lives. Part, yeah. so mm. instead of asking a child yeah instead of asking a child what do you want to be when you grow up you instead ask them um how would how would you like to change the world one day wow. you know and i okay. tried that on my cousin one time and and he said my cousin is he he was a little bit old for my liking and had already had the what do you want to be when you're older question asked but i tried it nonetheless i asked him how would you like to you know um change the world one day and what problem would you like to solve like is there a problem you see in the world and you'd like to solve and he told me i would provide water for people who don't have water and i said hmm. how would you do that he explained to me i would tell them to boil water with bleach and i'll build this pump and what not and what not you know um but it's more ideal if you ask a kid who's 4 5 obviously they need to be able to speak but like a mm. kid who hasn't been to school and has had the whole career thing impressed on their minds you know mm. so instead of asking a child what do you want to be ask them how would you change the world you know so mm. that would give you an idea of oh um this is the route they would take and i think um as our generation who's gone through the whole pressure from adults um on what to become i think it's so important for us to be sensitive to our children one day um to mm-hmm. look at them like really pay attention to when they're young and sure. what um they're inclined to you know and develop that and invest in that and um you know take them to classes take them to lessons you know because they really going to enjoy that and by the time they're older they're almost expert level you know yeah. whatever it is whether they sing whether they dance whether they paint you know i really think we we owe it to our kids one day to really help them you know and if they go straight because of external pressures you remind them that hey you know as a kid this is what you really liked you yeah. know yeah. so yeah i think it's really important um that we learn from the things we went through and do sure. better for our kids sure. so, exactly yeah. Yeah. sure yeah um i think i think on my side um yeah I think it's 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 something that I I I learned in therapy last year. Um I think I had not forgiven myself as the child uh, the inner child in me for um a lot of decisions that I had made. And yeah, I, I could go into my whole life story, but you know, that's a story for another day, guys. Yeah. Uh if you want to hear my life story, read from my YouTube channel. I'm studying the YouTube channels. Um, but yeah, um in in therapy one thing that my therapist always emphasized was that I need to learn to forgive the inner child in me. Yo, you yeah. need to learn to forgive the inner child. 100%. Um because you know as much as you know we are adults we're becoming adults. Um mm-hmm. there's so many things that affect us as adults and 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 they do that because we did not allow our inner child to know to make mistakes we still mm. want to um punish the inner child in us for mistakes that we made 5 or 10 years ago yeah um and i think that was the most important thing that, that i learned in therapy last year that i need to mm. learn to forgive the inner child in me i need to accept that you know i've made mistakes that mm. these were lessons learned Yeah uh, because you know everyone makes mistakes eh True I I don't think there's anyone in the world who's perfect 
and sometimes you were manipulated by the people exactly, who were supposed to protect exactly, you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yo. People who didn't, who should have known better. Yeah, um, yeah. But I've also learned that I also need to forgive those people too. Mm, I think hundred percent. Going going into adulthood, you don't, you shouldn't be bearing grudges because that also yeah. affects you as much as um, it affects them. They probably That's don't true. even know that that you know they affected you in that way. Um, mm. and, and and I think also speaking on this a bit, I think we also need to learn to forgive people. Um, as much as you forgive yourself, also forgive other people. I think, you know, we go into adulthood and I've seen so many people become adults and become the very person that they've resented their whole mm. life. Yeah, so I would say that, you know, Khodisha is my mom or my dad and you know, she did this and this to me as a child, or she did not do this and that. And, you know, you go into adulthood and you resent this person your entire adulthood, but eventually you become the very person that you resented. Mm. And mm. it's because, you know, you, you start blaming a lot of the decisions that you make on that person that, you know, um, sure. maybe I'm a very temperamental person because my mom, Kudisha, was a very temperamental person. Mm. Um, and and sure, you picked up on it that you know this person is very temperamental. My parent is very temperamental, mm. but the one thing that you need to do is forgive them because then that's when you stop becoming that person. That's when you allow and you stop giving yourself excuses for becoming the very person that you resented. So I think that's mm. <laughs> I think I think that's that those are the two biggest things that I've had to re- I've had to realize. Um, in, in this transition from being a child to an adult that I need to forgive myself um, but I also need to forgive the people around me. Yeah, mm. that's that's true. Yeah. I, I feel like and that's very important. Yeah, it, it is very important and just to round it off, I think that we should just be patient with ourselves as well. Like, it's not a linear journey. It's not a linear journey at all. Like, you don't just, there's no click that just like, pa, then yay, everything is okay. You know, you are like now perfect and, and whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. And can I just emphasize before um, y'all round up, go to therapy, people. Yeah. Like, go to therapy. Invest in your mental health. Go to therapy. There Jeez, are affordable guys, services. Please. There are free services. Go to therapy. Please. Yeah. If you Very don't go important. to therapy, people around you are going to have to go to therapy because you don't want to go to therapy. Because yeah. You're, you're just putting all your toxicity on people. Just yeah. go to therapy. Yeah. That's important, and, guys. And yeah, and, and on that note, as we round it up, guys, if you, as she also said, like, if there are any free services that you know that you can, like, help somebody out with please just let us know if there are any information that we can get i'll just add them in the description link below because as she said we don't want people going to therapy because of you you know was something else that i had also mentioned before was that um it was a tweet that i saw when uh, we were talking i can't remember what we were talking about in one of uh, the episodes in season one when we're like uh, you should go to therapy and make sure that you heal before your children heal from having you as a parent. And as she Ooh. said, so that other people don't have to heal from having you around, right? Yeah. So yeah, guys, it's a li- it's not a linear journey. It's up and down. Some days you'll think you're better and then you realize that maybe you're not. But then it doesn't mean that no progress is being made. 
So as we are mm. growing up and as we're getting better, we know that it's just a journey. Life is not a destination. You know what they say. Yes. And it's true. And it's true. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, on that note, thank you guys for joining us on today's episode. We had so much fun with Nazia. I can't wait for us to do this again and all yeah. the Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for pulling through and honoring our invitation. So if you yeah, guys thank are you so much. if you guys are listening on Spotify Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor. Just make sure that you follow us also on our Instagram, on our Twitter, all of our social media pages. It's, it's at Adulting Unriddled Podcast. Make sure you engage with us. Answer our question tags. I'm looking directly into the camera. If it's you and you saw our stories, we see you. We see yes. you. We see you. <laughs> Make sure you just engage with us, guys, so that we can learn from each other. Yeah, and if yeah. you're on YouTube, you can comment down below and let us know what are the major things that you had to unlearn. You know, it's a journey, this thing. And and don't forget to like and subscribe, guys. Tell your friends, to tell their friends, to tell their other friends. You know, so we can grow. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.